0: It came from the blackness of a hundred million nights. From uncounted millions of light-years away. A distant star racing through space to an inevitable collision with our planet. Unleashing forces of nature in all their terrifying fashion. Was this the beginning of the end of the human race? Would panic sweep across the globe? What nameless horror was this from the strange and infinite worlds of outer space? It was... The Fallen Star at Buzzard's Roost. Our story begins in the tiny hamlet of Sylacauga, Alabama, home of Molly's Dragon, Dance and Die, a tourist attraction known for the worst sci fi horror movies in the state and for a chunk of the famous meteorite that fell there in 1954. Here we find our heroes the infamous Hollywood band, the Flutterbys Mo, Paola, Ronnie Lee, Sonia. Emmy and their clumsy but faithful roadie, Dick, preparing to play at a wake for best friend Gabby's recently deceased mother, Caitlin. In episode one, Mama Knows Best.
1: Gabby, this'll be one hell of a wake. It's all for you, Mama. Look at my girls, inseparable. My own sweet Gabby and that crazy Momo who came for a visit and stayed for a lifetime. I know what you're thinking. I don't sound old enough to be Gabby's mama. Well, you see, when you die, you get to pick the age you want to be forever. I chose old enough to know better, still too young to care. So, y'all got that to look forward to. I'm gonna miss these girls. My mama used to say, a good friend is like a four-leaf clover. Hard to find and lucky to have. Luck ain't got nothing to do with it. Sometimes, things in life are just supposed to be. And they were supposed to be.
2: You doing okay, Gab? Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. Mama and I had the perfect goodbye—Guinness and fries—and we watched Plan Nine from
1: outer space. Oh, we watched that on prom night, didn't we? The night we had the talk. So, um, G- uh, Gabby, uh, I- I'm just gonna come out and say it—a A man's man got, got his pride. pride. And And he's going to want to put it in (laughs) you. Wait, where is
2: it? His pride? In his pants? No. I mean, where is
1: the pickle jar? Now, I was never one for dog-eared photo albums. Ain't nobody got time for that. All you need to keep your memories is a good Polaroid, a black pillowcase, and a big pickle jar. See
2: those marks on the wall That we both grew scuffs on the floor when we walked in high heel shoes. The joy ride that we took when we stole Mama's car, rebel tires tracing circles on the tar, Mama. When we tried to catch the stars Silly rock songs on invisible guitars Princess Polaroid of
3: No, no, I'm I'm pretty sure you're mistaken. This place is not for sale. Gabby, I just got the funniest crank call. Some guy from Birmingham wants to buy the diner and turn it into a Chick-fil-A.
1: Gabby, what
2: did you do? Damn, that wasn't a crank call. Did you get his number?
3: Well, you're not thinking of selling this place, are you?
2: Gabby, you can't sell this place as history. What? Nobody comes to the Talladega Forest anymore. And business is so slow, and without Mama, it's no fun. Well,
3: it could be fun. I mean, I'm fun. You're fun.
2: You got a moon rock? Moon, moon
3: rock.
2: rock. Damn, this looks like it weighed less. What does it weigh, Nate?
3: 2.5 pounds.
2: Nate, it does not weigh 2.5 pounds. Does so? Does not. It does so? Does not infinity. Gabby, I weighed it.
3: I held it. I stood on my scale and subtracted my weight from the total weight of me holding it.
2: Then your scale is wrong.
3: My grandfather's scale does not lie.
2: The history books say 8.5 pounds.
3: For the entire meteorite. This is a piece of it, and there's no way something this small could weigh 8.5 pounds.
2: Okay, but it is from outer space.
3: Scales don't lie. I mean, I maintain this is a piece of the larger Hodge's meteorite, and not the actual one. How it got here, I do not know, but I am telling you, it is 2.5. Sonia. Dick. It's Richard... What do you want? Can you front me fifty bucks for food, Dick? I gave you fifty dollars yesterday, dude. Shh, be cool. I bet it all in Birmingham on the races. Are you kidding me? Dog races. Alabama's famous for them, Dick. Well, my fifty bucks would have been five thousand if Sir Prancelot had won. Oh, I mean, think of all the guitar strings you could buy. I play the bass. You know, last week when I fixed that Fender with a toilet plunger, you called me a genius. It- Ingenious Dick. Genius is Albert Einstein. Ingenious is Wiley e. Coyote. Tonight, me Pajasso, you go hungry. Did you just call me a clown? If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. Now I'm a duck? No, you're still a dick. Now go away.
2: <sighs> okay, Hellraisers. Room shares are Sonia and Maureen, Claire and Ronnie, Paola and Emmy. Dick <laughs> We ran out of rooms, but you can sleep on the bus, right?
3: Great. The bus. Paola. You'll know where I'll be if you get cold.
1: Non sarò mai cosi freddo.
3: Hey, Emmy, what'd she say?
1: She said, I will never be that cold. (sighs) What's with the Italian all of a sudden? Well, Ronnie, I'm trying to extend my
2: warranty. Because, you know, Italians live longer. (laughs) And I'm going to embrace my roots, and Emmy's going to learn to speak English, too. Okay, carry on. Be like the mighty oak, Blondie, and embrace those roots. Guys, make sure you eat. I have tons of food from the funeral. Nate made it all. He cooked all that for you? Yeah, he loved my mama. He didn't cook all that food for your mama. Stop. That boy has a crush on you since age 10, and he just got divorced. You better shut it. His wife ran off with her fourth cousin by marriage, and that is still inbred, right? Please, shut up. The man is single, your best
1: friend, and he cooks. (laughs) Do you ever shut up? Nope. The Irish say, when you can't sleep at night, it's because you're awake in someone else's dream. My Gabby never slept when Nate was near, and she never knew why.
3: Hey, Gabby, I got a cowboy joke for you.
1: Okay, go.
3: What do you call a gunslinger with glasses?
2: I don't know, Nate. What do you call a gunslinger with
3: glasses? Squint, Eastwood. You are lucky you can cook. Uh, you're laughing on the inside. You wish. And that rock is 2.5 pounds.
2: On what planet? Exactly. Tell the band about the rock, Gabby. Ooh, that rock. That is the reason we are here today. Our claim to fame. Tourists come from miles around just to get a peek at it. There's even a little song about it. Kind of our national anthem here. Showtime, Nate. Nearly 3 p.m. in 1954. All the kids were walking home from school. High above their heads there flew a meteor. Breaking interplanetary rule. Mississippi, Georgia, even Tennessee Saw it burning brightly across the sky One piece crumbled off into a vapor wave Destined to make dear Aunt Hodges cry And crash she did crash she did The newsman said it weighed about 11 pounds, scientists said more like 8.5, it raced 100k into the leafy ground, Miss Hodges would be glad to be alive. Because after falling at a terminal velocity, it slammed right through the they hadn't been quite rightly introduced every southern lady knows there's a way to say hello but no one told the rock of Buzzard's roost the landlord tried to steal it no I just called the cops no!
3: Now it's our museum's claim to fame. A, a piece, piece of, of it here on the shelf
2: remains. Come on, sit right down. Sit right down. Your curiosity and a sweet tooth. Have some Guinness and some chips. With a side of Hodge's hip. And meet the meteor of Buzzard's roost. And I meet, meet the meteor of meteor- through. Hodges hip?
3: That rhymes with chips.
2: Oh, that still don't make it right. Please mount the reels. He can mount your reels. Oh, good lord! Is stupid contagious? Gabby, he cooks. And. He's on the rebound. And he's all dad jokes and winky faces. You could do a lot worse. He's kind of cute. He's cute. But it's the damn Grigri. What's a Grigri? Cajun Curse. No one knows what's in the bag, a most impressive charm. Last one who looked in the bag, well, he lost his eye and his arm. And if you dare to burn the bag, a curse will come tenfold. Best to bury it under a tree and eat the That's sun of, of gold. gold. I love that song.
1: <laughs> About that, I burned it in a campfire years ago when Gabby's daddy ran off. Mama hid it somewhere.
2: Supposed to be a charm, but Grandma said it ended up being a curse. The women in my family live, work, and die alone. I'm alone. My daddy ran off before I was born. Grandpa died in the big fire of 54. Grigri. It is my fate. So, no to Nate? Hush. You hush. You're not the boss of me. I am and always will be infinity.
0: Will Gabby say no to Nate? Is the Grigory real? And most importantly, will Mo ever shut up? Find out in our next episode, Blame It On The Grigri, where you'll hear Nate say, Hey Gabby, what do you call a wet noodle? And you'll hear Emmy say, The only thing I am scared of is your tiny penis. It's a continuing saga of A Falling Star at Buzzard's Roost. And now, a word from our sponsor, Stage for a new age in association with Sure Audio International presents A Falling Star at Buzzard Roost. Brought to you by Sure Audio International. Sure Audio International. purveyors of fine recording and performance audio equipment since 1925. And by Nellie Faye's new funky frosty fruitcake. If it looks funky, smells funky, and tastes funky, <laughs> it's gotta be Nellie Faye. Ooh, we are feeling funky. Get your funk on today with Nellie Vane's new Funky Frosty Fruit Cake. Available now at finer drive-ins everywhere.